Shalom. Welcome to Parsha Perusal. This is Pastor Sam from Northern California, and we are going to be looking at Parsha Shalach today, found in Numbers 13.1, and it goes through Numbers 15.41. We're going to be looking at the whole first chapter of Numbers 13.1 well, through 33. Uh, this is a very exciting Torah portion. This is actually the account of when the children of Israel were getting closer to um, Cana. And Moses sent men, or actually the Lord told Moses, to send men in to spy out the land of Canaan. So that's what we're going to be looking at this morning. Most of you have heard this story before. But let's just, uh, let's pray and then let's take a look at this. Father, Avinu Malchinu, our Father, our King, we ask that you give us understanding of this portion, this Torah reading this morning, by your Ruach HaKodesh, and uh, give us wisdom and how we can apply it to our lives, too. And we pray this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Okay, so in Numbers 13, starting in verse 1 and going through 33, we're going to read part of that or all of that right now. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land of Cana, Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, every one a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, according to the command of the Lord, all of them who were heads of the children of Israel. Now these were their names, from the tribe of Reuben, Shamuna, and from the tribe of Zachar, oh, the son of Zachar, sorry. From the tribe of Simeon, uh, Shaphat, the son of Hori. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jehuna. From the tribe of Issachar, Egal, the son of Yosef. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hosea, the son of Nun, also known as Joshua. From the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, the son of Raphu. From the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi. From the tribe of Joseph, that is from the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi. From the tribe of Dan, uh, Amiel, Amiel, the son of Gamali. And from the tribe of Asher, Sether, the son of Michael. And from the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Vosephi, and from the tribe of Gad, Guiel, the son of Mahi, and these are the names of the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land. And as was said earlier, and Moses called Hosea, the son of Nun, Joshua. So uh, why did I read through all these names? Well, I think it's important. These were all leaders of the children of Israel. These were men known for their leadership and their skills as leaders. Um, and these were not, uh, the, you know, these were strong men. These were, uh, you know, we, I don't know each one and how good their leadership was, but they were known in the tribe as leaders over the people. Um, they're mentioned here because they were the ones that went in uh, to the land. Uh, kind of exciting as the children of Israel are getting close to Canaan. Uh, you know, and this is something God commanded. God commanded Moses to do. Then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, Go up this way into the south and go up to the mountains. Uh, 
and see what the land is like, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor, whether there are forests or there are not, be, there good, be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. So, so Moses here is giving them a commission to spy out the land. To, they were told to look in it to see whether the people were strong or weak. Um, they were told to go do a reconnaissance of this land. Um, and so we need to first understand that, that this is their task. So they are supposed to be looking at, um, uh, you know, the strength of the land mil militarily, but also looking at uh, the, you know, is it, a, is it a beautiful land? Is it a land flowing with milk and honey? Is it a, you know, this is what God had said it was. So they're going in to spy that out. And, and remember, it's God that told them to do this from the very beginning. Um I want to say something here that there are many times when God gives us a task and he doesn't, uh, you know, he doesn't tell us the outcome. He doesn't even tell us whether we are going to have the right response or not, but he gives us a task to do. And um, I feel that this was their opportunity to go and see and um, to either encourage the people or discourage the people based on their report. So, and they went up through the south and they came to Hebron, Ahimon, Sheshai, Talmai, the, and the descendants of Anak uh, were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshkol and there cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two of them on a pole. They also brought some of the pomegranates and the figs. The place there was called the Valley of Eshkol because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. So, so far, this is all good, right? This is exactly what they were told to do. Then they told him, and they said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Now, <laughs> so here you have these, these spies uh, spying out the land. And, you know, they were told to just go get a reconnaissance and come back to the with a report. They were not told to do analysis necessarily and give their opinion of of the land and i don't know who the speaker was i mean they were told to give an opinion but it was basically supposed to be a report but not say what should be done about it and so what we see here happening is whoever the the main speaker is that they've chosen to present this to 
Joseph, uh, to Moses and Aaron, uh, says, you know, good stuff about the land at first, but then he says, nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are, well, is that a nevertheless, or should it just be part of the report? In other words, they're spinning this report in a negative way uh, towards, uh, you know, the children of Israel being able to uh, actually go into this land. Now, this is the land that God has said he is giving them. Um, so they're not, they weren't asked to, uh, you know, to, to basically say, uh, they weren't asked to come up with a military plan or whether they were going to go in or not. They were just asked to give a report. So you have um, this report happening, and then Caleb, you know, Caleb says, hey, wait a second, the one chosen from Judah. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses, and he said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. We can do this, guys. Because I think Caleb's sitting there hearing this negative report. It, the report started off positive, now it's turning very negative, and the people, he could see them getting discouraged. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Now, that is their, their um, uh, assumption. It is their, uh, that's, that's what they think. You know, it's their perspective. It's not truth. It's just from one perspective. You know, because they've just gone from reporting, which is truth, to we are not able to go up against the people. So uh, from their perspective, they were not able to go up against the people. And, and that's what Caleb is saying. No, we can do it. We can overcome it. And, and so, you know, here's, a, here's an issue because in what this shows is that they were totally leaving God out of the picture. They were just looking at their number of people uh, being able to fight this stronger group of people, you know. They were looking at only the physical aspect of this. And uh, their perception of this is that they were not able to, to win this battle. But Caleb's perception included God. Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. And why is Caleb saying that? Because God has said he would give it to them. But Look at verse 32. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land, which they had spied out, saying, The land though through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. And they go on and they said, There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, come from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. So... I'm just ending this today with with this these two different reports. Now, who started this spying out the land? Who told Moses to do it? It was God. God is the one that initiated this. But God was giving his people an opportunity to trust him, trust what he had promised them, or not. And we find out, um, as it will go on later, that um, Joshua and Caleb came back and they said, we can do it. And why did they say we can do it? We can do it because these were men of faith. They believed what God had said. And in spite of what they saw, in spite of the giants in the land, in spite of the overwhelming odds, uh, all of the stuff that was reported, you know, the, the stuff that was reported was true. There were giants in the land. They were, there were 
all these groups that were already established. They had walled cities that, you know, those those things were all true. But just but but that doesn't mean that 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 they couldn't do it. That doesn't mean that they weren't able to overcome them. They were able to overcome them by the power of the Lord. And so we find Joshua and Caleb having that right attitude, that hard attitude that says, we can do it. And when we're walking in the spirit, uh, as opposed to walking in our flesh, uh, we do have the power. We do have the strength to overcome any odds because we have the Lord fighting with us. And that's what Joshua and Caleb and Moses understood. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we're, you know, we're not going to get to this because it's in the, the rest of this Torah portion. So we'll be going to something else next week. But unfortunately, because of this decision, the children of Israel, uh, um, who, who believed the ones that came with the bad report, were not able. That generation did not get to go into the land. Uh, they actually ended up dying in the wilderness. It was their sons and daughters that actually got to go into the land and the men of faith, Joshua and Caleb. So it's a choice that you and I have today as well. Are we going to trust God? Are we going to trust God when he says, this is what I want you to do? Are we going to trust him and go go and do it um, by faith? Or are we going to go and see the the how we're outnumbered, how there's the enemy is too great for us, and do what that generation did and uh, miss out on the blessing of going in and taking the land. I want to be one of those that's part of the generation that goes in and takes the land. Um, I don't know about you, but that's what I want to be. I want to be a man who believes and trusts God by faith, that doesn't look at the circumstances and to make my decision, but says, Lord, what do you want? What is your plan? And then trust God that he's going to fulfill that. So let's pray for that today. Father, I just pray that you will help us to put aside our fears, to put aside those things that are holding us back, that we will trust you, that we will move forward in your spirit, believing that what you have called us to do will happen. Why? Because you will be with us. You're going to be the one that fights our battles for us. You're going to go before even and and uh, chase the enemy away. So, Father, um, we know that there's several things that hold us back from that. There's fear, like we see in this, where they believed the bad report instead of the good report. There's also our sin holds us back, like we see later with Achan. So, Father, I, I pray right now that we will confess anything to you that is not um, that, that that displeases you, anything that is sin, Lord, so that we can have a clean heart, so that when we go forward, we can go in victory. And also, Lord, that we will, uh, as it says in your word, you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And help us to walk in that today. We pray all this in the name of our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, our Messiah. Amen. Yivarecha Adonai v'yishmarecha Ye'er Adonai p'navilecha v'hunecha Yisa Adonai p'navilecha V'yasem lecha Shalom The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Well, I hope you have a great week and go out trusting the Lord. Those things that he calls you to do, go by faith 
knowing that he is with you. And have a great week until we talk again. Thank you. Shalom.